1: Terms and conditions apply.
4: Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. Out kick the coverage on Fox Sports Radio. And coming up, we're going to talk about the amazing performance by Phil Mickelson. But the question has to be asked. Was it great for the sport? Was Brooks Kepka also assaulted heading to the final hole? We will investigate that. Plus, a really, really bad weekend for somebody in the world of sports. The Deshaun Watson trade rumors are back, and one team makes zero sense. Interesting poll results, according to Clay Travis and his fan base, you being one of them. Also, Matt Ryan He had some comments about his time in Atlanta, but there's a big mystery surrounding his star quarterback. All of that coming up next here. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. Outkick the coverage, Fox Sports Radio.
3: Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR.
4: Now let's get this party
3: started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio.
4: We must start here with something that was a great, great watch. Uh, I think everybody was watching uh, this this tournament and rooting for Phil Mickelson, wanting Phil Mickelson to be victorious, wanting to be a part of history. Who doesn't like to be a part of history? It's fun. I I get it. I I love all that stuff, all right? And – I, too, was rooting for Phil Mickelson because it was awesome to see. It was a throwback. It was a vintage performance. Phil Mickelson beating all these other top players in their primes and doing it at 50 years of age, becoming the oldest player in the history of golf to win a major. Phil Mickelson actually talked about it with CBS afterwards.
1: This is just an incredible feeling because I I just believed that it was possible, but yet everything was saying it wasn't. And I I hope that... um, others find that inspiration it might take a little extra work a little bit harder effort to maintain uh, physically or maintain the skills but gosh is it worth it uh, in the end and i'm uh, so appreciative to be holding this Wanamaker trophy
4: Yeah, and and by the way, the only other person that was more excited than uh, Phil Mickelson was Jim Nance calling the tournament because he realized he was calling a sporting event not next to Tony Romo. So, just just want to point that out. I just want to point that out. Jim Nance is probably thinking to himself, man, this is kind of nice being able to call a tournament and not have some guy yell out wrong plays in my ear the entire time. It's kind of a nice feeling. You know, it's kind of, kind of a change of play, pace for Jim Nance. So good for him, good for CBS, and good for Phil Mickelson. Everybody wanted to see him win. There's not a single person alive outside of Brooks Kepka and Brooks Kepka's friends that wanted to see Brooks Kepka win that tournament. I'm not trying to be negative. All right, I'm not trying to be negative. I'm not trying to rain on anybody's parade. And if you want to give me the whole, oh, my God, it just happened. You know, let us enjoy the moment. Why do you have to go here? First of all, nobody died. Second of all, who cares? All right, let me just say this. It was great for golf. Okay, it was great for golf because we got to see a vintage performance performance. and a well-known, recognizable player uh, dig up some of the great play he had in his prime and do it on a big stage and win a major. So from that standpoint, it was great, and us getting to experience it was great. But how great was it long-term? And I ask that question because think about this, all right? If I were to say to you, name the two or three or four most memorable golf moments in the past couple of years, what would your answers be? Tiger Woods winning the Masters. Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship. Tiger versus Phil uh, at the, uh, you know, they had that little uh, challenge or that match play that they did. Uh, then there was Tom Brady against uh, Peyton Manning and Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson were partnering. Up. Like, you're looking at, at, at all these great moments, and all of them have a similar theme. They're all guys who are either on the later stages of their career or getting ready to say goodbye to their career. And I don't see a lot of great stories and memorable moments from any of the new guys that are on the tour. Any of the younger players on the tour, I don't see it. I don't know if that means that it's a terrible thing for golf moving forward, but all I'm saying is off the top of your head, think of great memorable golf moments and none of them apply to anybody that's on the tour currently that's in their prime. None of them. And the fact that one of the memorable golf moments was Tom Brady and Phil Mickelson teaming up against Tiger Woods and and Peyton Manning You needed two golfers past their prime and a couple of quarterbacks in their 30s and 40s. And that's the most memorable conversation that we're having about golf. I'm just saying, it was a wonderful experience. It was great to watch. I was rooting for Phil Phil Mickelson as well, too. But I can't help but think, at some point, you got to turn the page. At some point, there's got to be somebody else that people rally around. And it doesn't feel like golf's got any of that stuff. Dana White has always said this about the UFC. When they ask him, hey, you know, uh, now that that this star here is moving on, who's next? Whether it was Chuck Liddell or Ronda Rousey or Anderson Silva or Conor McGregor, and Dana White's answer is stock. Every single time he gives the same answer, we'll figure it out. Somebody will come along. Somebody will pop up. And every single time it has. Every single time when you think – There's not a star. There's nobody you can rally around. There's nobody there every time they've been able to deliver. And in golf, we're just kind of waiting for it. Just think about the great moments. It's all guys who are well into their careers. Sergio Garcia wins for the first time. Why is that a great moment? Because Sergio Garcia has been doing this for a long, long time, and we know who he is. I don't know what's to blame for it. I don't know if it's just that they're not getting the exposure that maybe they need or golf's not as popular as it was back in the day. And maybe, you know, uh, these guys, uh, uh, you know, nobody's got a uh, got a flaw. Nobody's got an attitude. Look, I like Brooks Kepka. I think a guy like Brooks Kepka you can rally around. I mean, think about this. Brooks Kepka finishes second to Phil Mickelson. Everybody is celebrating Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship. And Brooks Kepka was complaining because he couldn't get through the fans to get to the 18th hole, to get to the final hole, and, and kind of threw out the possibility that somebody might have intentionally hit his knee that he just had surgery on a few months ago. That's something golf needs. All right, you need somebody that's not going to play by the rules. If John Daly could have just figured it out and kept it on on somewhat of a straight line, John Daly would have been a massive star. He had all the talent. He had all the baggage, everything that would have gone along with it. John Daly would have been awesome for the sport, would have been great. But it feels like we're just kind of recycling the same names over and over again. And at what point when those guys move on, where are we at? In the NFL, there was a big concern a couple of years ago. People were talking about, hey, man, you know, uh, uh, Tom Brady's getting up there in years. And Peyton Manning just retired. And Aaron Rodgers is in his 30s. And, you know, Eli Manning's going to be leaving soon. And Ben Roethlisberger's uh, in his 30s. And he doesn't, we don't know how much time he's got left. And what did the NFL do? They rolled out Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, uh, Lamar Jackson, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We're good here. We're good for the next 10, 12, 15 years. In golf, I don't know that you are. I really don't. So just ask yourself the question. Outside of Tiger Woods winning the Masters a couple of years ago, Phil Mickelson winning the PGA Championship on Sunday, Uh, The the match tournament they had and then the pairing of Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and them going at it and us all getting to watch during covid when everything else was shut down and people had already blown through Tiger King four times before they realize I'm getting depressed because I'm looking at a guy who's a meth addict uh, uh, who's got wild animals that bite him from time to time. Like, just think to yourself, what what's what's the moment you look at when it comes to golf and you go, hey, what are you talking about, man? You're missing. You can't. There's there's nothing there so it's a, it was a great watch it was a lot of fun. Uh, people felt like they were really excited just to be allowed outside, and social distancing was completely and totally violated, and I'm okay with it. That's fine. At some point, we got to move on and get back to normal. It was awesome. It was great to watch. Really, really entertaining. I myself, in saying all this, was rooting for Phil Mickelson. I wanted Phil Mickelson to win, and I don't know anybody that was rooting for Brooks Kepka or Louis Oosthuizen or any of these guys that were a threat come the final couple of days of the tournament. I'm just saying, it feels like we're seeing the same names over and over again. And if you're golf, you got to wonder if moving forward, that's a little bit of an issue. Coming up next, if you had a bad weekend, all right, if you think you had a bad weekend, I have identified the person in sports who had the worst weekend of anybody. And it might surprise you. That's next here on FSR. This is Outkick,
3: the coverage with Clay Travis.
4: .com/sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be so i don't know how everybody's weekend went all right Now, I, I work every single weekend. I'm here at Fox Sports Radio, seemingly the entire weekend. So my weekends are typically the same. I do the overnights on Friday into Saturday. I do a show with Bucky Brooks uh, later on Saturday and then Sunday nights I'm working with Brady Quinn. All right. So, so it's all over the place. But my weekends are normal. They're, they're standard. So it's really hard for me to go off off the rails all right uh, while, while a lot of people have a normal work week I don't at all all right so so what I would consider a bad weekend I haven't had one in like over 10 years because my weekend is always work so I don't know what that side I don't know how that side lives I really don't I have no idea how that works but it is easy for me to identify somebody who had a really bad weekend all right. And it's even easier for me to identify somebody who had the worst weekend of anybody that I can possibly think of in the world of sports. Now, you might... Think of some names and throw some names out there. Uh, one of them might be Brooks Kepka. You know, he just lost the PGA championship. He had a bum knee. Uh, there's allegations that maybe he was hitting the knee as he was trying to get to the final hole. He was not happy about it. Uh, people were making comments about uh, his physique, uh, whether, you know, he's not as in shape as he was. So you could say, okay, well, Brooks Kepka had a really, really rough time. All right, Brooks Kepka, not, not a good weekend for Brooks Kepka. It's not Brooks Kepka. You could argue about, uh, you know, maybe uh, the L.A. Clippers, uh, the L.A. Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, they lose to Luka and the Mavs. It's game one. It, like You could argue that. You could say the New York Knicks, who gave up a floater in the lane to Trey Young, awful weekend for the Knicks. It's not even the New York Knicks. There is one answer to who had the worst weekend in the world of sports. And that man is LeBron James. I mean, you talk about a diaper fire of a weekend for LeBron James. This was it. All right. Now, I'm not even going to say that this is based only on the fact that the Lakers lost game Ones to the Phoenix Suns uh that uh, that you know it felt like uh they they didn't play all that well anthony davis was kind of all over the place as he's been from time to time this season uh there was an altercation uh you had uh, chris paul uh, who who uh, banged up shoulder we'll see what happens in game two lebron had his shoulder tweaked a little bit um you know uh, 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 like all of that like That was bad. Losing that game one, that was bad, but it's a long series. Uh, They've got two of the best players in the world, and you would figure they're going to make this a much more competitive series. Phoenix was playing on emotion. They were more rested, and they were really fired up by that fan base. So, So it's not even because of that. And it's not even mostly because of the fact that, you know, LeBron James broke uh, NBA protocols and, you know, was out at some, uh, you know, slinging some crummy tequila at a party last week. All right? Like, uh, you know, the pictures are out and, uh, and, and the NBA got after him a little bit and said, oh, you know, he violated protocols. So, so that added on to the fact that, you know, LeBron James lost game one of his series. But it's also the fact that when you come out weeks ago – and you tell everybody that whoever came up with the play-in tournament idea should be fired, when you go that route, and then after the play-in tournament is done... And overwhelmingly, everybody calls it a smashing success. Everybody says it's here to stay. Everybody loves the fact that we got the NBA playoffs and we got a one-game playoff to get in to the NBA playoffs and be a part of the field. When it's an overwhelming success, just weeks after you come out and say, whoever came up with the idea should be fired, I got to be honest with you. I don't know that anybody had a worse weekend. I really don't. I don't know that anybody had a worse weekend in the world of sports than LeBron James. I mean, you come out, you call your shot, you're calling for jobs. Never mind the fact that, you know, we're just coming out of a pandemic. Uh, you know, uh, unemployment rates were sky high. People are struggling out there financially to this day. Gas prices are at like $9 a gallon, uh, depending on where you're at. I know out here in Southern California, uh, it's very bizarre. There's videos circulating in the south of people uh, siphoning gas and putting them in Ziploc bags just to have a little bit extra. Very weird stuff's happening here. Pe- people are, are beginning to lose their money. A little bit again uh, before we even get to the month of June. All right. So so there there's there's a lot that's happening, a lot that's going on. So I'm just when you're calling for jobs because somebody had an idea that ends up being a smashing success, an overwhelming success. And then you parlay that into violating protocols set forth by the NBA because you were slinging some crummy tequila at a party before your playing tournament. And then you follow that up by crapping your pants in game one against the Phoenix Suns. I'm just saying, feels like LeBron James had a rough week. All right? It feels like he had a rough weekend, and it feels like LeBron James had the worst weekend in the world of sports. I think it's fair to say. I don't even know who who another participant would be. I don't know who another contestant would be to be able to throw into the mix. But LeBron James, a rough weekend, no doubt about it. Easily the worst weekend of anybody in the world of sports in my mind. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, By the way, seeing fans, I'll say this. I don't care who won. I don't care whether or not Trey Young hit the floater to win the game. I don't care if Atlanta won that game or the Knicks won that game. I couldn't care less. Seeing Madison Square Garden lit up the way that it was, was a throwback to back in the day. If you grew up watching 90s basketball – When scores were in the 70s or 80s or 90s, when it was pure physicality, when you went to MSG and you had to deal with the New York Knicks, nobody was talking about James Dolan and his garbage band that he's a part of, uh, the band that just progressively seems to get worse. Everybody's talking about, you come down the lane, you're going to leave on a stretcher. This is bad news. Just to see that place lit up again, I thought was awesome. I thought was absolutely awesome. And to see them chanting FU or whatever it was that they were chanting at Trey Young, and he goes out and he hits the winner. If you were a fan of the NBA growing up, if you were a fan of basketball back in the 90s, back some of those physical series, some of those old school Donnie Brooks, if you will. If you were a fan of all that, seeing MSG and the Knicks back in the postseason for as long as it lasts – who the hell knows? They, they could be out in five games. We have no idea. But the fact that we're going to get a little bit of a dose of Madison Square Garden, playoff basketball there where you got celebrities in the front row. Everybody's excited because this team is there. And the team feels like a Knicks team. It feels like a team that's based on defense. You know, there's not, there's not a lot of a real star power there. Julius Randle struggled, but this team is is, is a defensive-minded team. Tom Thibodeau's always been a guy who, who, whose defense was his specialty. When he was back with Boston, when he went to Minnesota or Chicago, it was always about defense. Just to see that place the way that it was, on national television with a packed house, seemingly, and you got celebrities in the front row. I thought it was awesome. No clue how long it lasts, but the fact that we got it, it was a throwback to the 1990s and the NBA back then. Uh, all right, Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis. This is Outkick the Coverage here, Fox Sports Radio. Hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can get me on Twitter, at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. Uh, coming up next, uh, we are going to get into a discussion in the NFL. Uh, this is a disaster an absolute disaster if it goes the way many people think it might go we'll have that for you next but for all the latest from around the world of sports ladies and gentlemen the great edmund garcia
0: thanks jonas we'll start off with golf at the pga championship phil mickelson made history becoming the oldest man to win a major he finished 600 par with a final round 73 for a two-stroke victory over brooks kepka and louis Oosthuizen. for lefty it's his second PGA Championship and 6th career major. He'll be 51 next month. He was a 200 1 chance to uh, win the tournament entering the event. NBA playoffs, we had four postseason openers. Top seed in the East, 76ers beat the Wizards 125-118. To Tobias Harris, 37 points. Joel beat 30 points for Philadelphia. Top seed in the West, the Utah Jazz lost to the Grizzlies 112-109. Memphis was led by Dylan Brooks, 31 points. Utah did not have one of their top players, Donovan Mitchell, still out because of an ankle injury. Suns over the Lakers, is ninety nine to ninety Devin Brooks uh, Devin Booker excuse me thirty four points for Phoenix in the win and the Hawks get by the Knicks one hundred seven one hundred five Trey Young thirty two points to lead Atlanta and hit the game winning shot with less than a second to play NHL playoffs Bruins beat the Capitals three to one Patrice Bergeron two goals for Boston as they win that series four games to one Avalanche sweep the Blues with a five two win in St Louis so Colorado takes that uh, series in four and they're on to round number two double overtime for the Predators to beat the Hurricanes four three on Luke Cunnan's second goal of the game. That series is tied at 2-2. And the Jets were down 4-1 in the third period, scored three goals in three minutes to force overtime, then win it on a Nikolai Ehlers goal in sudden death. 5-4. 5-4. Jets stun the Oilers in overtime to grab a 3-0 series advantage. In baseball, the Rays won their 10th in a row, beating the Blue Jays 6-4. They're tied with Boston for the AL East lead. Red Sox lose to the Phillies 6-2. Yankees won their 6th straight. They're a half game out in the AL East after uh, they beat the White Sox. The AL Central leader 5-4. Padres over the Mariners 9-2. San Diego's won nine straight. They're on top in the AL West. A game better than the Dodgers who won their 7th straight wrapping up a sweep of the Giants with an 11 11- I'm you to five win. Now back to Jonas Knox in the Outkick the Coverage studios.
4: Thank you, Eddie. Uh, Jonas in for Clay Travis here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, You can always find us on the iHeartRadio app as well. Coming up in uh, we'll call it 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Uh, Clay had some very interesting uh, he had an interesting poll out and the results are in. We will get into those. I do find it uh, fascinating that it went the way that it went. So we will have that for you here 15 minutes from now. Poll results from your fearlessly Leader Clay Travis coming up here uh, on Fox Sports Radio. All right, so the um, the Deshaun Watson situation is getting really interesting. Now, there are trade speculation that is starting to pop up again. The trade speculation is out there. We can get into the teams that are rumored. There's a team that's rumored to trade for Deshaun Watson that makes zero sense whatsoever. That is clearly a team that's been thrown out there to try and create competition. It makes zero sense. Like, I don't even – we can discuss that later on. The conversation I want to have is this. How the hell is the NFL going to let that guy play this year? Honestly, how is Deshaun Watson going to take a snap this year? And I say that because it came out that they're not even going to be done with witnesses and and, and the the accuser or with the accusers rather, um, and, and and talking to Deshaun Watson. Uh, his deposition isn't until after the Super Bowl, so it's it's mid to late February. Like all of the, like the timeline just doesn't add up. And so when Deshaun Watson goes out and he's got these workout videos that he's posting on social media, the thought is, okay, well, he must be getting ready for the season, which means they feel confident about uh, all this stuff going on. Okay, well, except for this, there's a couple of things. Number one, he can settle at any time. So Deshaun Watson and his lawyers, and, and they can get together with the accusers, and, and they can they can settle this at any time, and then we can kind of move forward. With with Deshaun Watson's playing career, outside of the fact that you know he's probably going to get punished a little bit for by the NFL, so Deshaun Watson, I mean, they could, I mean, it could be tomorrow. You could find out that they've settled this with twenty-two different uh, massage. By the way, that's still uh, insane to me. Twenty-two different massage therapists, and the fact that he had like fifty in total is bizarre. I just, I don't even get it. I, I, I honestly don't even get it. Like, I've, I haven't owned 50 pairs of shoes in my life. This guy's got 50-something massage therapists. the hell's going on here? Nobody finds that a little bit odd, just a little bit strange, all right? a little bit suspect, you know, just a little not, – not, not saying uh, – not trying to make accusations, but it's a little bit bizarre. All right, I, I, like, it's just a, l- a little strange, but forget all that. So they can settle this with all these different women and they can can get it done and get it handled and he can just decide, I want to move on. Okay. But what if they're demanding that they prove his innocence? What if he feels like, hey, man, I didn't do anything wrong. I think I've got a legitimate case here. I'm not settling with anybody. I want to prove my innocence. Well, that's not going to get figured out until like we said after the season so i ask you this how the hell is the nfl with that stuff hanging over everybody's head gonna let him take a snap this season how i i i don't see it i i don't see how deshaun watson if they settle at the least, and and I threw this out last night uh, in, in talking uh, with Brady Quinn about this here on Fox Sports Radio. I said, look, if I set the over under at 11 and games for Deshaun Watson this season in the NFL, I'm taking the under because I think bare minimum he's going to get suspended six games. Ezekiel Elliott got suspended six games for, for allegations of a domestic uh, disturbance or whatever it was back in the day. He got suspended six games. He didn't have 22 different accusers and all this going on. So even if he settles, I think he's going to get popped six games. And if they're demanding, I want to prove my innocence, I didn't do anything wrong, there was I, I, nothing wrong here, and I'm going to go all the way with this, how does the NFL let him play? How, With all this stuff hanging over his head, How, how do you – Every single question, if he's back with the Texans or whoever he's a quarterback with, every single question this next season about Deshaun Watson is going to be about the accusations. Every single one. I don't think the NFL runs the risk. I don't think they want to deal with it. Man, Roger Goodell is still trying to get over his handling of the Ray Rice case. Once that happened, you can't put toothpaste back in the tube. The Ray Rice situation was a disaster for the NFL. And the optics and the look and how much they care, it was a disaster. I can remember being a part of a show here at Fox Sports Radio, a morning show, in this time slot. And the night before the video, and I'll never forget this, the night before the video dropped and video came out online, I got a text from my buddy at TMZ who said, be ready for something in the morning. And I asked him, what what do you, what do you mean? What do you got? What are you talking about? He said, just be ready for something in the morning. It's going to be major news. It's going to be the story for a long, long time. And he wouldn't tell me and he wouldn't tell me. And then at like five o'clock Pacific time, eight Eastern time, the video comes out of Ray Rice in the elevator, striking his fiance and it was wildfire completely took over the show, took over everybody's show, the conversation and the tone of the conversation completely changed. And the question everybody asked after that came out was how the hell after seeing this, did you only suspend this guy two games? H- how, H- how, did you, after seeing this video and this footage, which you saw the NFL, how do you only suspend this guy a couple of games? I think the NFL finds themselves in a spot here where they got no choice but to put him on paid leave or the exempt or whatever you want to call it. I do not think if Deshaun Watson wants to go all the way with this and he wants to prove his innocence and he's dead set on, I didn't do any of this. I I, want to make sure everybody's aware that this is not me and he's trying to repair his image and trying to do image damage control and all that stuff. I just don't think Roger Goodell in the NFL is going to sit back and say, you know what, we'll give you the benefit of the doubt. We're going to wait this thing out. I I, I don't think they can take the PR hit. I think they would get killed, absolutely killed in the media if this happened. And Deshaun Watson shows up in whatever camp he's at. Deshaun Watson's going to get asked about it every day. Look, this is how this works. When we get to August, it's baseball season, but not really. You know, like there's a majority of the teams are like, all right, man, let, you know, we're, we're done. We're, we're, we're finished here. But when we get to August and we got NFL training camps, people are getting excited for the season. People are hungry for the NFL season. And the fact that your teams are now all together and getting ready for a season is the discussion, is the conversation. So a couple of years ago, when the conversation was about Dak Prescott getting a contract and where Ezekiel Elliott was at, every single day – Somebody else was at Oxnard, California, at Cowboys Camp, reporting on the very latest of Dak's pursuit of a contract and whether or not Ezekiel Elliott was going to show up and get paid. And that was about two guys looking to get a contract. This is a guy who's got 22 different accusations of sexual misconduct from massage therapists. You think he's going to show up and the media is going to play by the rules and say, hey, you got it, man. We'll wait as well, too. We're not going to ask any questions. Don't worry about it. We don't want to make this a distraction. Uh, you got to get ready for your uh, four-win Houston Texan team this upcoming season. I, 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 don't, I think the NFL has got a couple of choices here. Either they suspend him six games – because Deshaun Watson decides he wants to settle or he doesn't take a snap this upcoming season. Regardless, this is a nasty situation for the league. Jonas Knox in for Clay Travis here, Fox Sports Radio. You can uh, hang out with us on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates. And you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox, at the Jonas Knox on Twitter. All right, coming up next, uh, poll results. Poll results. We have poll results from Clay Travis himself, and they are very, very telling. And we'll have that for you next, right here on
3: Fox Sports Radio. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. guest
4: Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Toyo Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install All right, so um, Clay actually had a poll that he sent out. Um, That sounded weird uh that a poll question on Twitter all right so get your minds out of the gutter uh, i don't need the uh the savages behind the scenes uh taking that and cutting it up and then turning that into a bit here on fox sports radio a poll question i think you know what i mean but a poll question that clay travis yep. had sent out
2: glad and, to hear uh, you have a firm grasp yeah, on it now
4: uh, yeah i listen um i <laughs> you I, like polls he, look you told me to get a hold of clay's poll and i did and I don't know why we have to turn this into hey just a, a disgusting uh, say Why can't we just have an adult, mature sports talk radio show? That's all I want to do, Danny. Like that's, And you know me. Like that's, I, am, I am clearly above the belt, no pun intended, when it comes to my sports talk radio. But Clay had this question that he asked on Twitter, and it was, which sporting event have you watched the most this weekend? And the options were PGA Championship, MLB or College Baseball, the NBA playoffs, or the NHL playoffs. And right now, the NBA playoffs are dead last. Dead last. The PGA Championship is first, followed by MLB or college baseball, and then the NHL playoffs, and then the NBA playoffs last. So- A
2: PGA Championship runaway, 60%.
4: Yeah, that's um, – and, and look, I think a lot of that is, is maybe the uh, final day and seeing Phil Mickelson and all that stuff. But, Danny, I ask you, uh, which did you watch the most of?
2: Well, Tiger wasn't playing, so I was watching updates of the golf, but I wasn't watching that live. I was actually watching NBA playoffs all weekend, and I watched our Dodgers sweep the hated San Francisco oh, Giants.
1: Where's
4: Jeff? Yeah, where yeah, where's Jeff Schwartz co-hosting <laughs> when you leave Where's that him?
1: loser boy at
4: now? Yeah, I was, was going to say, the, Jeff Schwartz, uh, you know, uh, absent here on the, Fox Sports The reject starting
3: that. pitching of the Giants is finally looking like the back of the <laughs> baseball cards.
4: By the way, I had no idea Scott Casimir was still on the Giants or still in the league. <laughs> exactly. I swear to God. I, I, I saw it. I was watching it on Saturday, and I thought, what the hell is this? Like, he's still <laughs> unbelievable. But um, I, re- I watched the NBA playoffs. Maybe I'm in the minority here, but I, I watch majority of the NBA playoffs. I was paying attention to, to the PGA Championship. I watched the final round, a lot of the final round, but majority of the time I watched the NBA playoffs. Um, uh, Dub in Nashville with us here. Dub, what did you watch the most of this weekend?
1: Oh, for me, well, I'm a huge golf nut. So to, for me, it was the PGA. I did watch a little bit of NHL and NBA playoffs sprinkled in in the evening time, but mainly it was uh, the PGA.
4: And so you weren't following along closely uh, with the Dodgers-Giants series. uh, You
1: know, I don't really get into baseball until later on in the summer.
4: Yeah, listen, I, I think that's uh that's a, a fair approach. But uh, you know, you got Dodger fans like uh, like Danny and uh, and Roberto who just wanna step on throats. They just wanna they just wanna cause right. problems and they just and I respect celebrate that. the demise. Yeah, <laughs> listen, it, it's it's the way those guys work. Hey Jeff uh, had
2: been dishing it all season so far and of he course had. he's absent today. Of yeah, course. of course he had of course. He, he,
4: he, he, he gave it to you guys uh, quite a bit. Um, and and in fact he got upset when I pointed out the fact that the garlic fries at a Giants game Game are absolutely awful i, I don't know i don't know like who's the a-hole who lied and said you got to get the garlic fries they're known for their garlic fries and then you and then you you get them and they're just terrible it's like everybody telling you man you've never had anything until you've had a chicago dog you go to chicago you're right outside soldier field you find a hot dog cart you take a bite and it's basically a sewer rat yeah a it's,
2: it's 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 atrocious that chicago dog
4: uh, what even the Chicago dog's fine. I'm just saying when when it's hyped up and it's a giant letdown, it, it makes it even worse. I went mean, c- to Comiskey.
2: Comiskey had a hot dog there. It was trash.
4: They still call it Comiskey? Well, w- w- back then it was this was like oh five. What is the name of White Sox Stadium? What was uh, it U S Cellular? The, is it no, U S Cellular? Not, it's Why not U S Cellular. I forgot. We,
2: we talked about that recently with Eddie. Yeah. I forgot what, what he he's. I forgot the name of it now. It's some.
4: All right. Well, listen, a, a guy who I know it's was
2: guaranteed. Old. Rate Field. <laughs>
4: We'll call it uh, We're good here. We'll call it Comiskey. I'm not playing that game. Um, Eddie Garcia, I know you were all over the NBA playoffs as well.
0: Uh, yeah, right? I, I did watch one second of that. Uh, <laughs> I did watch every effing hockey game, though. So uh, I, I'll be honest. I didn't even know Phil Mickelson had won until I saw it on Twitter. But had I known, I probably would have tuned in but i just honestly jonas you know me i'm i'm a huge hockey fan uh it's the nfl and hockey for me so this is my time of the year i ain't got time for nothing else
3: yeah you know Um, what i'm saying
0: so i'm just completely blinders on just one hockey game after another
4: by the way in eddie's defense all right i've known eddie a long time eddie you consistently have not been a fan of the nba and, and I think as it's gone on, you've just grown tired of the product. Because th- this is not like just all of a sudden you're like, man, I'm done with the NBA based on whatever fill-in-the-blank reason it is. You've, just, you've not been into the NBA for a long time.
0: No, that's true. I, I was an NBA fan as a kid. I loved Magic Johnson and the Showtime Lakers. But in the 90s, uh, I started watching hockey, and I was like, you know what? This is better than that. I'm, <laughs> I'm, and they go at the same time, so I ain't got time for both. So that was that.
4: Yeah. Um, no, I listen, I, uh, I enjoyed uh, watching the NBA playoffs. Uh, the PGA Championship was fun. I watched uh, uh, the NHL playoffs. Um, you know, we're not going to talk about the Penguins' uh, last performance. Not even going to talk about that. Uh, you know, goaltending is optional in Pittsburgh, from, uh, apparently. Uh, but we're not even going to get into that. But I just... I here's what I wonder. How much different, Danny, do you think this poll would have been? Okay, again, poll question. All right, just try and keep it professional here. How much different do you think this would have been, the results, had Phil Mickelson not been in contention late? Uh, because I think, that, I think that made the difference. I think – and that was my original
2: – I think it, it might if, have made the difference of having a score of, like, 60%, but it yes. still would have been number one with Clay's audience.
4: Oh, you th- okay. Yeah.
2: Because Clay's very anti NBA, especially anti LeBron James. You know, he does follow it a little bit in the playoffs and he follows it for gambling. But as far as the league and Adam Silver and certain issues with the league, I, I think that a lot of Clay's listeners and fans are in line with his thoughts about basketball
4: right now. See, see but here's the thing there's also a lot of people that follow Clay because they want to be upset. They want to get frustrated, and they're just waiting for him to say something wrong. There, there's there's a lot of haters out there, a lot of people who can't stand that somebody else is is swimming against the current uh, and not following along and 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 going downhill with everybody else. And so that's they're, true, they're, but
2: but NBA ratings as a whole have taken a bit of a slide the past few years. Yeah, I. Agree. The load management has been yeah. terrible for the NBA.
4: Well, I I just I, I I think when you put a premium on the postseason and winning championships, why should I get excited about a regular season game seriously and 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 I I've, I've been saying this for a couple of years if you're the NBA why do you continue to go head to head early on with the NFL and expect a result a positive result you're going to get smashed you're going to get like a, a preseason games, like the the Seven Eleven Bowl is getting better ratings than NBA games during college football. Like I, I don't know why they would expect anything else uh, other than those results. But uh, nonetheless, uh, the PGA Championship uh, with a sixty percent. Clip uh, on Clay's poll. Uh, Take Clay's poll question. All right, again, poll question. Uh, this is just landmines and tripwires here. You guys did this intentionally, just so we could end our one, and I could look like some sort of a sex addict. And I don't find it. I don't find it funny at all. I don't find any comedy in it whatsoever. But I do find comedy in how bad some teams look. We'll get to it next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Oh, oh, oh.